0: welcome back mystery gang to Scooby Snacks and Chats. It's been a minute, but we're back here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. Um, I am someone who will never be caught eating a PBJS peanut butter jelly sardine sandwich. Felipe, the Brazilian dragon himself. And this week, I am joined by the amazing philatelist uh, herself, Lindsay Bebo. Uh, she loves stamp collecting, if you didn't know. Uh, just kidding. Uh, Lindsay, how are you doing? It's been a minute.
1: It's been a lot of minutes. Oh my gosh. I was thinking about that. I,
0: I, I think the last I, one the problem was, is I was trying to go ahead.
1: Well, I think it was, I was just going to say, I was trying to think of the last time we did it. And then I realized that COVID just destroyed my entire timeline. So I have no concept of when the last time we did this. was. Let
0: me check the document. Cause I can see you here. Uh, we talked Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders, and I want to say that was February of 2021. So I was still in Boston. Wow. Uh, the Scooby-Doo podcast was still going strong at that point. Uh, just let me, uh, if you don't mind, let me take a minute to address the listeners and tell them what's been happening. So uh, at the last time we you heard from the Scooby-Doo podcast, uh, it was Scooby-Doo and the Samurai Sword. Jacob, Nicole, and I had a great time talking about that. That was August of 2021. Since then, I moved and throughout the move, uh, it's been complicated trying to coordinate my schedule with Jacob to continue this podcast. So a month ago, I was like, listen, our schedules aren't compatible to do this. I would like to keep going and you're welcome to come on if there's like a week that works for you. But because of our schedules, we weren't able to make a consistent thing happen. So the goal of the podcast now is to have a rotating guest come talk about a Scooby-Doo movie as we complete this project. And you could hear from either Kate or Jacob in the future, but today we got the Scooby-Doo expert herself, Lindsay, making her third appearance on the Scooby Snacks and Chats uh, portion of our podcast. So Scooby, just for anyone who's unfamiliar, uh, tell us about your podcast and what you have going on these days as a start to the podcast before we talk Scooby-Doo, just so people can get reacquainted with you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I was also going to say, I think it's easier now for you and I to do this because now we're on the same time zone, right? Yep, Before exactly. it was hard, you know, if we were to do this back when the last time we did this right now, it'd be after 10 p.m. where you are. Yeah, um, exactly. So that makes this easier. But yeah, since I was last on, I got an, I got a, a job. I'm actually going to be there to be a year in about a week. So that's Congrats. exciting. It's Awesome. I also actually I got a couple jobs. Then I started so I got my adult like, you know, company working an office job. And then I got a job writing articles about the Broncos for Mile High Sports, which is super fun. And then that turned into me starting my own podcast. It's called The Crush Podcast. It's It's a mixture it's of It's not Broncos
0: Brawl anymore.
1: It's not. No, not Broncos Brawl. That network crashed and burned um and oh. I that name. This we is don't fun have to because Talk about
0: it. <laughs> but no, it's yeah, it's the fine. Crush
1: podcast, yeah no it just turned out the guy that was running the network was super racist and a bunch of awful tweets that he had came out and everybody failed and it was poorly run anyway so it's fine so me and my friend though shelby we started our own podcast like i said it's called the crush podcast uh we our tagline i can't think of exactly off the head but it's basically it's an unconventional take on life and all things denver broncos so even if you're not a broncos fan we talk about life yeah i mean. Everything. You also had
0: some fun guests uh, recently. You had Gondia <laughs> Johnson from Survivor Thailand.
1: I did. That was a She's great a episode. Dad. She's wild. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Did you have to do a lot of editing, or did you just like release it as it was?
1: I just released it as yeah. it was. I put a warning at the beginning, and it's our only episode marked with explicit. Um, it was fun. It was a. It was a treat. What I I want people to know, like, if that's your thing, enjoy. If it's not is not a representation of the show as a whole
0: yes yeah no that was that was a hilarious episode like yeah that was that was a great episode to listen to um but uh yeah just to reiterate you were a Scooby-Doo kid you watched the Nutcracker Scoob every year so we've had you a couple times Uh, Always. I was looking at
1: your rankings uh what we graded and I was dying because you put like three she put two me four point five (laughs) yes
0: No, because, like, at the time, we were, like, around in the doldrums of Scooby-Doo movies. And so, like, it was definitely higher. And then I think over time, we, like, kept, like, cutting it down, like, 0.25 for each of us. Because we were getting to the good ones again. But, uh, yeah, uh, any evolved Scooby-Doo takes since February 2021.
1: So, when did the Scoob movie come out?
0: I think that was 2020. uh, But I've still never seen it. Uh, So, I
1: tried... I tried to watch it and it was garbage. I, I gave up after like 10 minutes. I hated, nothing about it was appealing. So I think my unfortunate take is that it's kind of like Survivor for me where it took this turn and it can't really make a U-turn.
0: I was a couple I- seasons behind you on the Survivor front, but now I'm like, I'm just like re-watching old season. I was rewatching San Juan, so I was like, this like you can have the casting that you have now like the diverse casting but I still even kind of miss the the lunatics I I, miss the
1: lunatics I miss the people that don't know what they're doing I but I just it's more of the organic like there's no weird twist where you there's someone has immunity and the hourglass gets turned and And, then they eliminate like all that to me has just ruined the show and And I feel like
0: Scooby Doo front it's like the show is kind of like it's repetitive it's kind of stale a little bit that
1: and just like now that real monsters is used so frequently they can't go back to regular monsters
0: yeah i mean i'm sorry
1: i'm sorry to non to not existing monsters right like they can't go back to what the show started as because there's just so you can't go less exciting but for me if you guys remember i'm very i'm a purist when it comes i believe zombie island and alien invasion ruined the show because the whole point was these silly meddling teenagers prove that monsters don't exist
0: yeah i remember uh we just i just did a podcast with someone else who came in uh to talking about total drama island they wanted to talk about an episode that frustrated them and i was like Oh, I don't think I've had a ton of people say I want to talk about something that frustrated me. And I remember with Alien Invaders, you were like this, like you wanted to come in to talk about that movie yes. because it broke the concept of Scooby-Doo for you. It
1: did. It did. Yeah.
0: Well, since since our last podcast, I am now a Warner Brothers employee. So hey, uh, uh, Scooby-Doo, I have Scooby-Doo mask and I'm going to like talk about my podcast any chance I get there. So love that um, for you. I got this I little know that. Scooby-Doo pop figure that I love have here it. that's um, keeping me company today but um yeah so I'm gonna find out as much as I can about Scooby-Doo with my be snooping around in the back just being like tell me about Scooby-Doo um tell them
1: anytime they try to hire someone other than Matthew Matthew Lillard or how say his last name tell them to go screw themselves yeah that's not okay I'm not okay with that
0: also um I have seen Matthew Lillard in person since the last time we spoke uh my friend took me to there was like she's in women and animation so they were doing this uh, screening for members uh for the netflix show arcane and it was kind of like a first come first serve if you're a member so there was this line and we showed up we stayed in line for two minutes and they told us oh yeah th- at this point of the line you'll you won't get in so then we were like okay we're just going to go to the bathroom real quick and then go back to the car we went okay. to the bathroom and then there was a tv academy line and matthew Lillard was at the back of the pack getting in line for that and I went to the bathroom, which was right around him. I was like, "I'm not going to say anything," but it's Matthew Lillard, and I was like, "Oh my I god, think, it's Shaggy!"
1: I think he would have been fine with it. I think he you know, likes people. I mean, well, this is totally me. Just I follow my him on fears, Twitter
0: because I know there was like drama when the original Scooby Doo cast wasn't involved in the new Scoob movie as yeah. the voice actors. They really wanted to be a part of that. So, and he was the voice of Shaggy for a while. He does
1: everything. No, he does. I think I don't, I don't think know what he his is last anymore because he was mad about it. Oh, well, so I didn't want to be garbage. like, oh my god, I grew it. up on
0: Scooby Doo and like if he was in a bad space about it, but that's uh, a good point. That was cool. You're so thoughtful. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about the second version of the live action Scooby Doo movie, which uh, Lindsay has a lot of thoughts on the fashion, which I'm excited about.
1: Oh, gar- oh my gosh, what a disaster. Yeah.
0: But starring, uh, you would have thought with like the people in this movie that the top billing would be Robbie Amell or Haley Kiyoko. No, it's uh, Kate Melton who was the top one. Uh, I don't know what she's been in since.
1: Nothing. So I'm really excited to talk about this. So I I was researching all four of their careers. Um, so I, what's interesting is I don't watch The Bachelor or The Bachelor. I, I think those franchises are horrendous. Agreed. But I do know who Becca Tilly is. Yes. And when I saw her video showing that she was in a relationship with the actress, it's Haley, uh, what's her last name? Yoko. Yeah. I So I watched the video and I went, Oh, that's that's Velma. Like I had no idea she had a career as a singer or anything. But my first instinct was, oh my gosh, that's Velma. So I know she's doing stuff. Yeah. And then obviously Robbie Amell. And when I looked at the characters that play Shaggy and Daphne, literally nothing. nothing. The guy that plays nothing Shaggy is, has gotten a divorce since. Yes. I, that's, that's that. I
0: found that too, and he did a pretty good shaggy voice. I won't lie, like no, it's did not good. the best, but it's yeah. like very very well done for like someone. Uh, and they all yeah. looked apart, but except for Robbie Mel, like no, yeah, not blonde, But like I, I kept calling writing Robbie in my notes because I was like, wait, Fred's in this movie, not Robbie. But
1: physically, I think they were all casted well, but the actress. I mean, I don't I don't want to be too negative, but the actress that played Daphne, it she's awful
0: yeah you can say it, it. was
1: so bad I mean yeah. she just they they I don't necessarily know if it was just the material she was given or what but it was just they like so she just she was just it didn't the mesh original
0: up. live action movies like Sarah not Sarah Jessica Parker Sarah, Michelle, Sarah Gellar,
1: Michelle
0: Gellar yeah uh was like such a badass and like embodied yeah, she, Daphne in a way and like even in the show Daphne is like so confident and she was like confident but she was kind of like snooty this Daphne and like it was different. But, it was like, I can't explain it, but Daphne was yeah, different it, than the Daphne I grew up with.
1: Well, like when she made the comment where they say, oh, this, she made the comment about the staff. Yes. And it just did not, it wasn't organic. And where she goes, well, it's not a staff. It's just a groundskeeper and a cleaning lady and a blah, 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 blah. In a and it just, like, the, it just, again, I maybe I'm being too hard on the actors because how do you make that not, terrible but it's she just for me I, I was very uncomfortable by her whole everything um i thought belma was very well casted i thought shaggy was very well casted and i think robbie amell played a good fred he just didn't. doesn't have hair. a lot
0: of anyways like no yeah it's like the, not that fred's the most dynamic casting despite the fact that robbie amell's are very talented actor.
1: yeah exactly exactly and have he's working with daphne who's not Again, yeah. that part wasn't very good. I'm um, sorry, what was that? Did Have I see you who?
0: upload his show uh, that's uh, by the guy uh, Greg Daniels from the office. He created mm-hmm. a upload on Amazon. It's about not. like this afterlife sort of thing where it's like you get uploaded into this VR simulation sort of. It's a really no. good show. actually, the first
1: season's really good. The second seasons i I don't love the second season, but um, interesting, now. but I feel like he's always busy. Like whether yeah. or not he's in good material, homeboy has kept busy yeah. and maintained a career and i good for yeah. him
0: yeah him and kiki palmer went from true jackson vp to like having 2020s with actual star yeah. content so um no i and Haley kyoko i most know her from the lemonade mouth that's the first thing i think of before her but she's acted since then she was in an episode of insecure um in a really weird role but whatever uh then uh yeah she's a singer songwriter which i don't know much about her music career but uh, people everyone talks about Haley Kelko lesbian queen like she's like a uh, big person in the lesbian community from my friend Lauren uh, I don't think ever saw Lemonade Mouth but she was like I love Haley Kelko I was like I love Haley Kelko from Lemonade Mouth and she's like oh I don't think that was a thing but
1: No but that video again I I have I one. can't tell you one thing of Becca Tilly other than I know she was on the show and she'll appear on my feed She so was much. on the
0: show twice I think too Yes
1: like. and but her, that video was so precious. I wish them, yes. I don't know them, but I stand as like a couple. Like I said, I don't yeah. really know anything think, other than Bachelor, Scooby-Doo. I wish them so well. Yes. I want nothing. If they ever break up, I will be devastated.
0: Save. Uh, no, I I remember I saw a TikTok that Haley Hyoko uh, posted that she was showing Becca lemonade mouth and I hope she shows her Scooby-Doo.
1: <laughs> yes. But
0: yes. Um, but yeah, should we? Uh, did you? What was your history with this movie? So you didn't remember it, but you've seen it before multiple times?
1: So I remember when I watched it like the second it came out. I was Like opening night on it. Cartoon Network or something? Yeah. And yeah. I believe it came out in, was it 2009 or 2010?
0: 2009. I have the date. One second. Yeah. Uh, I was- uh, it was September 13th, 2009.
1: So I was a sophomore in high school. So I remember. Yeah. No, like I recorded it, was very excited to watch it, had a huge crush on Robbie Amell great um if you had to pick though
0: steven or robbie
1: i don't watch arrow so definitely Me neither. Robbie. okay so okay um, we have
0: uh, at warner Brothers, I, there's a a pop-up of yeah. robbie or Stephen amell's like costume like in a glass display um but so. m-
1: my favorite fun fact about steven amell is he's married to somebody who was on america's next top model who quit because they cut her hair, like, super, super short and made it blonde. Santa which... Jean? Yeah, and then she was... And they wanted to cut it shorter. She's like, deuces, I'm out. And so I love that it all worked out for her. Yeah. Um, But, no, definitely not. So I remember coming out, and I think I did like it at the time. I obviously had my qualms. I did not like that it used real monsters. Um, But I think I, I liked it enough that when the sequel came out, I was excited for the sequel. Oh, that was... I didn't even finish that movie. I don't
0: think I've... I Maybe I've seen, like, a clip of the sequel, but the one that... I definitely remember this one because I remembered uh, the them in the vice principal's house. I remember that well, vividly.
1: And I liked... And I think it was a little less than I... I remembered there being a love triangle, and I remembered it being a little bit more of a plot. And then when I rewatched it, because I haven't watched it in years... I realized, oh, it really wasn't a love triangle. There was just the moment where Velma said she thought Fred was cute, and then her and Fred have that moment where he falls on her, which to me doesn't really make sense if you know if you've seen the sequel. Like I I don't understand what the
0: the real show Velma was never like lusting after Fred. No. I had she was a lesbian or at least bisexual who had like some weird chemistry with Shaggy. But I was just like Have I? I don't remember if I've talked to you since I rewatched this, the live action, the original one. But like, Velma, like um, the uh, Linda Cardellini version, was always supposed to be a lesbian, right? And then she, like, they, the network was like, no, this is yeah.
1: So they like. Gave her a love interest, but not really, yeah. the kind of. But then in the sequel, she liked the guy. So yeah. that, that whole thing was wonderful. But that to me, I still, so re-watching it, I think that was very perplexing for me. I didn't understand, like either go full in on a love triangle or don't have that at all. Yeah. I, so spoiler alert, I, I got all excited for the sequel because I was like, ooh, they're going to explore this love triangle more. In the first five minutes, shaggy and velma walk up on daphne and fred making out and it, it's like the stuff with velma never happened so yeah. i don't understand what the point of that was
0: yeah um one more thing i want to do before we jump into the plot uh did you see the the riverdale type scooby-doo pilot
1: no i sent
0: it to you in the private chat that okay. we have here on StreamYard. so feel free if you want to click an article about it but it's like this fan-made tv show episode pilot um that feels very much like the mystery gang but like with riverdale elements uh i've only seen a couple episodes of riverdale but um that is something that came out since the scooby-doo podcast was on hiatus i saw some tiktoks about it i intend to watch the pilot before the next episode but it definitely skeeved me out a little bit because i'm like i don't need scooby-doo to go full riverdale i kind of don't need scooby-doo to even do more live action stuff i'm happy with them just making animated movies um, and exploring that realm. Like, I think the live action Scooby-Doo stuff, uh, but in this world of IP bringing everything back, they just, I guess, want to do a, a, like, weird Riverdale-style high school show about the Mystery Gang. And also, like, one more thing. Like, in 2022, you could diversify the cast a little bit. Like, Fred, Daphne, Velma, and Shaggy don't all need to be white.
1: Yeah, and I think for me, it's kind of like, so it's like when they announced that Powerpuff Girls show, which still hasn't come to fruition. Well, no, it got canceled. It's... Oh, it's like, it... I thought they were reworking it.
0: Oh, they might be reworking it, officially... yeah, but I remember okay. Doug Cameron was cast. and uh... Yeah,
1: but like I, my immediate reaction was, I don't need to see Bubbles have sex. Like, that just doesn't need to be a thing. And that's how I feel about uh, Scooby-Doo. I don't need to see the characters doing drugs. I mean, well, that's a stupid example because of Shaggy. But, like, Mm. I don't need to see them getting drunk. I don't need to see them hooking up with each other. No. Leave it where it is. We don't need to adult these uh, these treasures from our childhood.
0: Now, granted, if it's like the Lizzie McGuire reboot where it's like following Lizzie's adult life, that's different because that's Lizzie as a 30-year-old. Let Lizzie fuck. Like that's the stance of the Brazilian dragon podcast. Let Lizzie McGuire have sex.
1: I totally forgot about that being canceled. And I'm still upset. I don't
0: know if iCarly was after your time, but I've started to watch the iCarly show and it's good, but it's trying to straddle that line between like, oh, it's like for kids, but it's also like for adults who grew up on the show when they were kids. And I'm very much of, if you're going to make a reboot, you have to make it for the audience that grew up on the show and where they are now in life. Absolutely. Because I don't need to hear like these like, kid jokes about a floating bra like let me hear about like carly's like what she's doing as an adult who she's dating if she's drinking like i don't uh, know it makes that me stuff.
1: so mad that they re-added all of the super violent marvel shows to disney plus but just the mere idea that lizzie isn't a virgin yeah, <laughs> at 30 no, years old Glee is on problematic disney+. it is makes
0: me right so now. angry because the whole point was like oh disney plus is a safe space for kids you go to Hulu for that stuff. I'm like, okay, but Hulu, you put Disney, Lizzie McGuire there. Um, or that,
1: but, like, even was a slam dunk, I will never. I would. If, so I don't have Disney Plus because I don't. A, I have my friend's account, but they're really. But isn't Lindsay's on there that Lindsay's I'm dying writing. From. I would spend all my the, money. All my money on it.
0: Yeah. Lindsay Lindsay is abstaining from Disney Plus until yeah. Lizzie McGuire's on it. Then she will give Disney money.
1: 100%. Oh, yes. I was so mad because of all the dumb reboots that have come out, that was the one. That I was legitimately excited for. And I feel like it just got ripped right out of me. We could have gotten closure with Miranda. We, you know, we got, there was always supposed to be like a, a Lizzie McGuire sequel in a high school show, and we never got that. And we were finally going to get the closure that we deserved. And it was just ripped from yeah. us. I so will never I don't know
0: about broken. you, in my head, canon uh, How I Met Your Father is the Lizzie McGuire reboot, just no cartoon Lizzie.
1: It's just, it's just so bad, though, that I can't watch it. I think I watched, like, the first five episodes. I think I watched...
0: The second please, half is definitely sure. better than the first half. Okay. But, yeah, those first few episodes were kind of rough.
1: Okay.
0: We did a whole How I Met Your Father podcast uh, on here uh, just talking about it. And it, was, it definitely built to a better finale. But, like, you have to, like, have a strong start. Otherwise, you can't retain an audience. But they got renewed, so we'll see what they do. Yeah. Um, should we get into this
1: plot? I, I have thoughts. I have notes. I'm holding up my notebook for those yes. that aren't watching. You know, this is obviously a podcast, so they can't see. It's long. There's a yeah, lot. Yeah, no,
0: I have I like have a thought. page and a half of notes, of written notes. So um, let's get into this. Uh, so we start with Shaggy. Okay. We start with Shaggy getting on the bus. Uh, and he's we see the montage. He gets tripped every day. He gets on the bus. He's a little late every time. Uh, I wrote in Fred my notes
1: is... what a p- piece of shit driver watching Shaggy get tripped every day and doing nothing about it. That's the adults in, in
0: this notes. movie need to be in jail. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah, so Fred is unamused. He's like, bro, like, why? And then we see Shaggy sit down with Velma. She's talking about her science fair project. Shaggy leaves, goes to the back of the bus, sits next to Daphne, whips out his sandwich, peanut butter, jelly, and sardines. And Daphne's like, ew, gross, goes to sit next to Velma, who's still talking, doesn't realize that Shaggy left. Um, Well,
1: Shaggy getting so excited. Oh, no, that's actually, that's later on. Never mind. That's the second bus scene? Yeah. That's a different scene. But yeah, no, 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 no. Well, and then Shaggy's like sitting on her where she's like, hold on, let me move my bag. And he just sits there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so this is our introduction to the four humans in the movie. And I'm just like, so this is an origin story. This is where we kind of find out that this is definitely like the origins of the Coolsville uh, mystery game. Uh, this is like their origin story. Um, uh, and then we get to uh, Shaggy uh, is opening his locker. He's struggling and he gets knocked into a trash can that just flies into the principal's office. And we meet Principal Deal who asks Shaggy why he has no friends.
1: Which should have does been our out? first hint. Which should yeah. have been our first hint.
0: Yeah, no, and uh, let me see who plays the, the, um, the principal. It's Sean McDonald, who does not have a Wikipedia page. Meanwhile, the vice principal does. Um, so we can really see the cast, like what they've been up to since. <sighs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, he says, Shaggy, why don't you get a hobby? My hobby is stamp collecting, a.k.a. flattery um and he talks about imprints and how those are worth more money and how he gets very excited about stamps um so uh with shaggy later in that night is like i don't know about this um but they're set up for the stamp storyline later in the movie Mm -hmm. um and, and so just to get this out of the way when i watched this in november i was like oh it's the principal and i bet it has something to do with the time capsule having stamps I don't know if you also See, thought the same thing,
1: so I couldn't remember who it was, and I just Googled it. I just looked it on Wikipedia, even though I was watching it. and i I forgot about the whole time capsule. Like I remembered there being ghosts. I remembered that the ghosts were being controlled by somebody. But I didn't remember why or who it was. Yeah. Um. But it, it now watch. I'm like, yeah, it should have been obvious. <laughs> as you're sitting here describing it.
0: Yeah, but it happens. So uh, you, yeah. But like, I also feel like I remembered the ghosts more, and I feel like the VP was too obvious of the villain. Um. Yeah. So like, there was just like not really any other like people in the world besides the principal, the vice principal, and the two teachers that they like cleaned out. So it, yeah. by process of elimination, you could have got there anyways.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. It was, they really didn't give you any, I feel like the best Scooby-Doo movies at least give you, usually it's pretty obvious, but the yeah. best ones at least give you options where yeah. it could make sense. And they sense. don't, they this don't eliminate no the
0: options. options throughout the movie. Like this one, they like really did. Like, I feel like the most Scooby-Doo ones is like, always like, could it be this one, this one, or this one? Right when the mask is pulled, you find out who it is. It's not like exactly. we eliminate this person as a suspect.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: Yeah. Um. So meanwhile, we go to the pet shop. Uh. Or the pet. Uh-oh. What is this? A pet fair? Adoption day? Yeah, something. Yeah. And Scooby is desperate to be adopted. It's so sweet, mm-hmm. and I, I, I love Scooby Doo. Um. And he gets so excited, and he's like a repeat customer who's always who hasn't gotten adopted in years. You know. Um, and this little girl says, "I want this dog." And Scooby Doo gets so excited; she jumps on his da- on the girl's dad, and yeah. uh. Gets put back in a cage, which feels very inhumane.
1: Very. And it was an interesting. I was thinking too when I realized, because I didn't remember this storyline either. Um, so that it's like a pet fair day or an adoption day, but he's not a puppy. Mm-mm. So for a second, I went, wait, was Scooby a puppy in this movie? And then no, he's full grown.
0: Yeah. Um, my, in my head, for whatever reason, between November and then my rewatch that I did today, um, I thought that this was like Scooby's last chance at getting adopted and they were taking him to get put down at the pound. And then <gasps> that's, that's why he escaped. And like, he was like, no, I'm not going to do this. And then, no, okay. I'm so much happier that, that my version that is, is not as dark.
1: That is dark.
0: Yeah. Um, thank God they didn't go that dark. But he, he pops out the cage. The truck kind of hits a pothole and he falls out. Um, and then he's just wandering around in the dark Uh, And he stumbles upon the Coolsville Cemetery and Eugene and uh, no Ezekiel and Prudence, the ghosts pop out of their little tombstones and Scooby gets spooked, runs to Shaggy's room. Um, Shaggy had a nice basement room. Yes, he did. Lots of
1: space. (laughs) Very much. Very much. I'd love to. There was like a Not So Raven episode where she moves into the basement and I was always jealous that I didn't have a basement I could move into.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the basement is like it feels like a fun party place for like yeah yeah yeah. Um, but he he is reading the philately book and he's like nah. And then Scooby pops up and uh, Shaggy thinks he's saying roasts because uh, Scoobert do. Uh, also, what did you think of them going full Scoobert instead of Scooby?
1: I thought that was cute. I liked that. I okay. liked um, that give where he got that nickname from, and I like yeah. that it made it a little bit more personal to Shaggy. So Shaggy could come you know he kind of got to come up with the name even in a way i, I like that i like yeah.
0: that i recently watched *Lightyear*, and between this movie and that movie i think uh this movie did a lot better job of filling in the easter eggs and like making the references matter uh, ah. as opposed to the light year toy story stuff um i don't feel like it,
1: anyone saw that movie i was reading uh i was on entertainment weekly and they said it made i didn't see the number but it didn't really make any money this this week yeah Everyone's well got so i right. saw it
0: opening night i wasn't probably gonna see it anyways but then i recently did a podcast on post-show recaps uh about the movie with grace so mm-hmm. that that was uh exciting and we talked about it and that episode is up if anyone wants to check it out um but basically it's low to your pixar if you want my thoughts right now um okay. but yeah so we go uh We get the Shaggy adopting Scooby montage sort of thing uh, and they become best friends immediately. (laughs) This was my, the part I laughed at the most was Scooby dressed up like the human where he has the hood and he's like, and he's like uh, whispering to himself uh, after the bully trips Shaggy and he's like plotting his revenge and then he goes under, bites the bully and I was like, he deserved that. He did. Yeah. Um, Were you a bus kid like did you take the bus or did you walk did you drive so
1: I either walked or and when I or I got so I would my elementary school was literally down the street like end of my cul-de-sac so I walked there and then my middle school was walking distance and then my high school I had practice so I would like my mom would pick me up after practice yeah. So I basically I was dropped. I was, if I if I was driven, I was dropped off getting there, and then I either had to walk home, had practice, or then when I finally got my license.
0: Yeah. No, that makes sense. For elementary school, very similar. Like I could walk to elementary school, and then by middle school, I was taking the bus. Um, but like you, like you, I had practice or extracurriculars that my parents would sometimes have to pick me up uh, throughout this, the, the year. It's
1: weird. I just it just dawned on me. Why was Daphne taking the bus? Didn't she have a staff? Don't they have drivers? She had a
0: valet. You would think she She had had a personal driver.
1: She takes the the bus to school.
0: I don't know. Maybe she's trying to be uh, like, uh, trying to pass as uh, someone who doesn't have the means that she does.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. Her character just did not flow or make sense. Like that's a perfect example of,
0: huh? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Also, this the layout of this town confused me. Like, Shaggy lives near the cemetery, uh, but Daphne seems like she lives in the rich part of town. Why are they on the same bus route? Like, you... It doesn't make sense, but whatever.
1: And then... Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. There's a part that really doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. Um, So, anyways, uh, then... uh, Yeah, so Scooby gets revenge on the bully, bites his leg, which causes shenanigans to happen. Velma's science project gets destroyed. Uh, Uh... the, through all the shenanigans, the vice principal's new car has its windows damaged, and the five, the four humans are put in detention, and Scooby is put on a leash outside. Um, so that's that's kind of like the Breakfast Club setup of this movie.
1: And with how aggressive that vice principal was, I'm shocked he didn't force the dog to get put down.
0: Yeah, this movie could have been a lot darker.
1: It was that vice principal. We'll get there, but his punishments... hes so Very aggressive.
0: Yeah. Like, it, also, Daphne's family could probably pay for a new car. Yeah.
1: Yes!
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they're in detention. Uh, they all realize... Shaggy notices that they're all mystery novel fans. Uh, and Fred starts to flirt on Daphne, and then Velma calls him out. And they, they all kind of gang up on Fred, calling him a Neanderthal. Um, well,
1: and... Then it was, didn't make sense either. So this is your punishment. First of all, we're going to sit you with Robbie Amell. Please, somebody punish me like that. Second of all, you're in a library. That is huge. With tons of tables. But we're going to put you all at the same table. And you're not allowed to talk to each other. <laughs> what? You don't want them to talk to each other. Put them at different tables. That made no sense.
0: Exactly. Like... The, these t- adults don't know how to run a school. <laughs> no. Um, but also, like, I found it very unbelievable that they would all have their books in their backpacks. Like, you, I don't know about you, in high school, I was very much, if it's not needed, it's not coming with me.
1: So we had, before third period or something, we had, like, 15 minutes a day where every single person in the school just read.
0: Okay. Ma- so ma-
1: technically we would have had books
0: okay i just was very much like my backpack's heavy enough as it is nothing inessential like i would especially if you're in the library just go find the same book that you were reading at home but yeah. maybe they have reading periods uh yeah so uh then uh i feel like that should be in adult places too like everyone has to read for pleasure for 20 minutes because i feel like no one reads anymore
1: yeah I know. or like there I are
0: people whole... who are big readers but at least me i'm not a big reader anymore
1: I sh- I buy books and then I don't read them. I yeah. want to be a. Big I would reader, like but- to be
0: a reader. It's just very like hard. Like I would just rather watch a TV show. It's so much easier. Yeah. 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 Um. But the- so then Fred feeling ganged up on, he ends up spoiling Daphne on the book, saying it's the old, uh, the old Keeper. I forget who it was, but yeah. Uh, uh, That's and then a Velma's dick move. like, "Hey, I was gonna read this next. That is a dick move. That's a dick someone. move. Yeah." um and then she's still is falling for him afterwards
1: i mean it's robbie ml yeah
0: <laughs> Lindsay gets it Lindsay's like robbie it. spoil me on everything
1: exactly i had such a crush on i when we were little because he was in a- he made appearances in everything
0: yeah i feel like before this i most knew him from true jackson vp where he was a uh, jimmy the mailman or the mail office receptionist person uh so yeah Anyways, uh, they are suspended. They follow Scooby. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Oh,
1: wait. Did you watch Life with Derek?
0: I did watch Life with Derek. Not- it was
1: in 17 episodes of that. That's okay. what I remember him from. Was, yeah. I think that's where I knew him was Life with Derek.
0: Life with Derek and then would, he would air just... reruns when I was younger. So I didn't yeah. watch every episode.
1: But then it was like if I watched anything, he would just make random appearances and yeah. be like, Oh, why are you in an episode of Pretty Little Liars? Oh, why are you in an episode of this? I feel like he just made a Do you watch Pretty Little everything. Liars? I watched the first two seasons, okay. and then I stopped watching.
0: Yeah, no, I wa- I need to watch it because they filmed Pretty Little Liars on the lot. Um, but mm. uh, appa- there's a new one coming out too, right? So Yes,
1: much darker but- it looks like.
0: Yeah. That show is wild. I got spoiled yeah. on the lot uh, because someone was like saying something in the final episode. I was like, I can't believe um this happened um so anyways uh there's a cool chill in the the school when scooby feels it too Uh, and then they run out the library and go to the pep rally and all the ghosts attack and then the vice principal is like it is uh you all who have played a prank you were the only four students not at the pep rally you were the only people who could have done this you are all suspended which, Which
1: again, aggressive. I don't think you can just suspend people based on no evidence.
0: Also, on the are spot. teachers this dumb? Like, are they this socially unaware of what goes on in this school? You do you? How does he not know that these people don't hang out in the same circles? They had what fifteen minutes together in the library. Yeah. How did they come up with this?
1: They're not friends, so yeah. it's not like they. It's not like all of us. A- Sudden, they or they have this lifelong bond where they can plan something that elaborate together.
0: Also, the budget. Do you think these kids? I mean, actually, never mind. Daphne is rich, so. Um, but, uh, that that felt like a very high budget prank for this school.
1: For and to get nothing. What did they have to gain from doing that? What's the point? Yeah, this. They're not getting out of a test. They're not. Yeah. These. Yeah. Vice has. was a mo- but, and that uh, also should have been a hint that it clearly wasn't him because he's that stupid <laughs> that he'd believe all this
0: yeah he is stupid like let's be very clear um anyways uh scooby uh scooby uh shaggy realizes that scooby was saying ghosts not roasts yeah and I now they decide to follow scooby to where he found the ghost and they go to the coolsville cemetery and there they see the names Prudence and Ezekiel. I did not write down their last names because I did not care. Uh-huh.
1: No, it was not invested in the ghosts at all.
0: Yeah, um, but, uh, they, but they remember there were three ghosts at the pep rally. So Velma has to do some uh, investigation because there's only two graves. Um, mm-hmm. And Shaggy offers up his place um, to, for... Uh, them to meet because everyone else can't meet at their place and they are suspended did he mention
1: how long the suspension was no and what's also weird is they were like we don't you know i think daphne says the staff will rat me out they're hiding that they're suspended does the school not notify the parents also aren't they not allowed on the bus
0: like where do
1: they think like none of this makes sense none of this
0: because even though, like, my parents wouldn't watch until I got on the bus, they, like, we ha- had the windows open and they could would be eating their breakfast and see the bus go by and be like, yeah. oh, he, he's on the bus now. Um, yeah, a lot of, like, plot holes that we're finding, but whatever. I had fun watching the movie regardless. Um,
1: yeah, no, it was, a, it was a fun blast for the past. And you know what? It's fun to. It's a
0: Disney Channel movie, basically, and those have tons of plot holes.
1: I, it's one of They're those like kids. i it's i wouldn't call it a hate watch because i didn't yeah. hate it but it's funny to be like wow that was well really no there were parts dumb, that you were hate I, watching love.
0: there that were parts true. that it's you were true. texting me like what is this outfit this is true I, I think
1: i'm just very protective of the scooby-doo that i grew up with yes and when i see that not being honored that is very yeah. triggering for me
0: how about we wait until the end and we'll do like Lindsay's fashion corner and you can go through the entire right yeah um because you definitely have photos because i saw oh, I have uh, photos yeah yeah um so yeah so we find out like so shaggy does the quick cleanup aka does like the high school boy cleanup where you throw everything under the bed or in the closet
1: which can i can i so when i'm watching scooby just like going to town and cleaning his room i was like christina aguilera can i teach her how to do that That's
0: wait does name. she not clean her room
1: she's not no because my cat oh That's okay name I'm like, can I teach her how to clean my room?
0: Yes. Uh, so you're also like a Velma. You're more of a cat person.
1: I, I mean, I love dogs, but my child, like my cat, is my child. I have okay. my dogs at my mom's house. Yeah. I don't know if I'd necessarily want my own dog because there are a lot to take care of. I like that she can just be alone all day. Um, but it's her and I against the world. Yeah. Except unless it comes to cleaning my room, in which she does nothing.
0: Yeah. No, my friend Jay has cats, and they are very like they'll do what they want. They don't listen to anyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they find out, uh, Shaggy also offered everyone treats. Um, and it's like, these like brownies with a little bit of dog kibble in it. And they spit it out, but it, it tastes good. I don't know. See, why not? You just keep eating it. I agree. Like, just because, dog food's not poisonous, is it? This might be a stupid question. I don't
1: think, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Didn't, uh, yeah, Never mind. we'll talk, uh, There's a famous dog story that we dog food story that we know.
1: Um, Oh, I mean, I'm sure there's been some times where there's some that was recalled. As long as it wasn't recalled, I think we're good.
0: Yeah. Um, but, anyways, so, uh, the the they Velma comes back and says that the ghosts founded the school. Um, and they realize that that's the connection. So the mystery gang decide to sneak back into the school at night um and they there's an attempt to split off uh but f- f- i keep wanting to call him robbie fred is like daphne why don't you come with me And was almost like wait why does she go with you and then they're like w- w- let's just go together then
1: i wrote in my notes fred is thirsty af
0: he is he's very thirsty um but they they end up sticking together i mean there's water at the end of the movie so he can cool down yeah <laughs> yeah um and then there's this ghost chase around the school because there's someone then following them uh, dressed up as football players. So this spoke to you probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Uh, how do you think Robbie Mel would be at football? Like if he was actually a football player?
1: I feel like he's that guy that grew up. Like he'd look good, but he wasn't actually playing sports. He was doing like drama club and stuff like that. The Troy Bolton. Yeah. But Troy Bolton was the yeah. was the five eight basketball superstar.
0: <laughs> that was uh, I forget who said this uh, to me recently, but someone was like the most realistic part, unrealistic part of High School Musical is that Troy Bolton plays basketball. Yeah, <laughs> with his height, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's kind of that. I get those kind of vibes where they're like, we're gonna pretend you're this really good athlete when in reality he was doing drama club.
0: Yeah um but he does a uh, swerve around the ghost for the tackle and then he's about to get tackled and pulls himself up on the rigging system which comes back later uh because they deduce do some things together however poor scooby and shaggy they're in the cafeteria running away from the ghost and then the ghost pops up and says first things first grammar rules you do not start sentences with like and i did laugh at when shaggy was like like sorry <laughs> And then he runs off and they end up in the fridge, unfortunately. Um, hoisted by their own petard, as Shaggy said. Yeah. Like, they deceived by the thing they love the most, food. Yes. Um anything from the high school montage, because it was just like they run around the different clubs, get things knocked down.
1: Yeah, and just again this movie didn't do a very good job of getting you invested and to why they were doing this.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, But then the ghosts give the school a makeover, basically. Um, However, Velma, uh, Fred, and Daphne link up. And this is probably one of those moments where they were in a love triangle that you were like, oh, this could be a love triangle situation where uh, Fred is like, my last name is Jones, Daphne's Blake. And then Velma's like, my last name is Dinkley.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. There was that, and then it kind of hints at Velma. I mean, look in the in the original live action movie, there was definitely Velma wanting to get more attention, but it was more you're always leaving me out. Not necessarily why do you pay attention to her and not pay attention to me? Um, exactly. Yeah. So, but this felt a little bit more like schoolgirl crush.
0: Yep, very much that. Um, however, uh, they they end up realizing that the the substance that they found on the floor was magnesium chloride, um, which I uh, forget what the mechanism of that was. I should have written that down. But um, yeah. So the, oh, they realize that it's not a real ghost. Um, yes. So and then. Which again.
1: This is actually another thing. I love how casual everybody is. Like, if I found out ghosts were real, it'd be a little bit bigger deal to me. Agreed. And they're just so casual about it. Like, oh, oh, it's actually not. A, there's one of them actually isn't a real ghost. Like, as if that's a shock. Not the yeah. fact that ghosts exist in the first place.
0: Like, I would be like that lady with the ghost in the microwave at the end of the movie. I would run away. Yeah. Yeah um but yeah no so then they realize that fred is like oh it's the safety riggings that like is what they're using to fly um Mm -hmm. and then uh unfortunately for shaggy and scooby the vice principal catches them in the fridge and um they the they are gonna get it spelled they don't know that they're gonna get it spelled but the three stand up and like no this was all of us and then they all get it spelled together so at least friendship uh is important to them
1: Which, again, you can't really hide from your parents. They're so casual about the fact that they might not get into college now.
0: Exactly. And, like, the vice principal didn't even call them. Like, this is so many loopholes. But uh, they also, Shaggy thinks that he cracked the case because he has two suspects, the janitor and the librarian, because they both hate the school for different reasons. Um, We see the janitor throughout the movie saying, I never wanted to be a janitor um and then the the librarian was like i get paid too little to babysit these children basically uh so they are both frustrated um but they decide that they don't need to go back into the schoolhouse themselves they can get makeovers uh and listen becca tilly proud of you because hayley kyoko cleaned up nice like she was pretty as velma but like she was so hot in this moment
1: But then her hair gets super long all of a sudden. That didn't make sense. Yeah, it's like totally a wave, but yeah. And then, but I don't, maybe I accidentally tuned out for a second, but in that moment too, Velma admits to having the hots for Fred.
0: Yeah, no. Which is also
1: weird because it's been obvious that Fred, she's been complaining that Fred has the hots for Daphne.
0: Yeah.
1: And then now is saying she has the hots for Fred as if Daphne and Fred haven't had this thing. Like that was weird.
0: It was very weird and I did not like the whole like oh Daphne gets her revenge by like hurting Velma like this movie should have passed the Bechdel test. We didn't need a Velma crush on Robbie Amell but like listen when you have him you gotta make every woman thirst for him.
1: Yeah but then in the end it's so sad right so the nerdy girl has a crush on the Hawkeye and then the Hawkeye ends up picking the girl.
0: Also she- respectfully like- this might just be my taste levels but I thought Velma was hotter than Daphne in this movie.
1: Yeah, Kate, they, yeah, I'm trying to. They really tried to make Daphne a thing, and she, it just wasn't a thing.
0: It wasn't, unfortunately. Um, but also, my big complaint during this whole sequence is like, Velma is blind without her glasses. How do they, like, does she, like, off screen put contacts in? Because yeah. I feel like Velma's not someone to have contacts lying around. Like, yeah. she probably is a glasses person only. So I, I found it. I thought we were gonna see her stumble over things in the movie, but we really didn't. Um, the makeovers: Robbie is basically like, um, wh- how would you describe it? Like a '90s rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he got the earring. He got the droopy pants, which the uh, vice principal calls him out on later. Uh, Daphne is a goth girl. Velma is this like very beautiful woman that looks nothing like the outfits that she had previously. And then Shaggy and Scooby have to walk around in trash cans which they couldn't come up with something for shaggy
1: yeah right
0: (laughs) yeah um but then daphne and fred kiss because the vice principal is walking by and he's like no pda uh it's not courteous of you all to have pda around me uh and velma apparently missed it because she's like what happened between you two
1: yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And that was pointing to the love triangle, right? Like Velma's unaware. She has the hots for Fred. She's not aware that their sparks are flying and they're kissing, yada, yada.
0: Yeah. Um, and then here they actually split off. Uh, Daphne and Fred go to watch The Janitor and we find out that The Janitor really wants to be on some so you think you can dance sort of show. Uh, he's making an audition tape because he wants to be a dancer. And uh, then he hears them giggling, and uh, he's like, "Get out of here!" And he has to retape his audition.
1: Yes, and which is such ever been- a weird, like a weird, yeah, plot
0: point. I don't think you've ever wanted to be on Survivor, but have you ever been interrupted if you ever made a tape?
1: I think I applied for Survivor like pre-Survivor Washington, but I just like took a my phone and selfie-mode it or something. Yeah. I and don't your mom think didn't so. Walk in on you? No, but I also don't think it was any good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, Velma then follows the librarian who uh, she sees gets a job offer from Coolsville College, um, which she is very excited about. She has this giant dagger that she opens as a letter opener, which I found weird. Um, But then Velma sees this book of spells and grabs it. However, the librarian walks back in and says, "You're not allowed to be here." And she says, "Oh, foreign exchange student." She pretends to be one, and the librarian thinks she's Russian, which Velma somehow knows some Russian because she's I don't know, so smart. This, yeah. I like the librarian for a minor character. She had like good moments. She, she like made she, the she... most of her role.
1: She best actress in the movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um then uh Velma ends up uh seeing that the vice principal was the last person to check out that spell book so they decide to go uh look at his home and snoop around
1: wait wait when they all bond and they do the hands in was that before they go to his house or after
0: it might have been in the van oh no it was right before they go to his house yeah
1: Okay, so <laughs> Shaggy's used the line. So when um he was well, trying to- so I think to they're talking
0: t- about the licenses stuff first because yeah, is that, like, we can't go they to the go house. To their house right? They're still in Shaggy's house right now, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. So Shaggy had a line where he, because he got held back, right? Because he's the yeah. only one who has his license and he doesn't want to admit he got held back. But he said the line, I have a pituitary condition. That's why I'm so tall. I was like, that is the hottest thing I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, uh, for those that don't know, Lindsay loves tall men.
1: I do. And when he said that, I was like, I have always said, like, I want a man with a pituitary that is so tall, he has a pituitary condition.
0: Yeah. And then Lindsay started looking at him instead of Robbie Amell. Yeah. <laughs> How tall is yeah. Robbie Amell?
1: Let's, here, let me find out. So look Robbie it up. While
0: I just said it.
1: He's probably, like, got the Zac Efron effect where you, like, you think he's tall and you look it up and it yeah. like, turns out he's not. So Robbie Amell is, oh, never mind, 6'2". Okay. Okay. So wait, that Lindsay means test? Nick Pilatus? is that his name? Yes. Yeah. Right?
0: Pilates. Yeah, Nick Pilatus.
1: He is 6-1. So, so Robbie both... have... so Freddy is actually taller than Shaggy.
0: Yeah. But they both passed the Lindsay test? N- uh,
1: Nick Pilatus does not.
0: <laughs> okay, 6-2 or higher is your test?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Which now so it's so funny because I looked him up, it does it shows people also search for Matthew Lillard, 6'4. Did not Ooh, know that.
0: Definitely passes the yeah, he was tall when I walked by him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Um anyways, uh they they get uh so Shaggy is the only one with the license because he got held back and they don't want to bike there and Daphne's like, Well, I got wheels, so let's go to my house and then they see Daphne's mansion and then they like see all the cars and Fred is like, Oh my God, is it this one? Is it this one? Is it this one? And then she's like, no, it's this janky van that the groundskeeper drives around that cause he's getting a new van for his, uh, for my 16th birthday. So And I get also, this one.
1: there's 300,000 miles on it. And we're supposed to believe this car for the next 10 years is what they use.
0: It no, like another. That,
1: that hole. made no sense to me.
0: Yeah. Um, but so she, she even mentions that, like, she wants to d- design it, like, with flowers, like, groovy, like, kind of 70s logos. So, like, we get the T's there. Um, but uh, she, uh, where, where are we, my notes? Uh, yeah, so they, they're in Coolsville, and they drive to um, the vice principal's house. And they start bonding. And they're like, Daphne, I thought you were this stuck-up bitch who uh, was really rich. Not in those words. Um, and Velma, and Daphne says to Velma, like, I thought you were this nerd who had no social skills. Uh, obviously, I'm paraphrasing. And then they're like, Fred, you're not really a Neanderthal. And Shaggy's like, what about me? And they're like, we haven't figured you out yet, Shaggy. And Shaggy's like, neither have I.
1: Well, and I like what he said. He said, did you hear that, Scoob? We're in a class all our own.
0: Yes. Yeah, I I wish there was a little bit more Scooby and Shaggy in this movie. Like, their dynamic, because I feel like Scooby, for, like, the star of the show, like, really didn't have a ton to do.
1: That's a good point. Now that you're mentioning it, you're totally right. Because
0: I feel like him and Matthew Lillard, Shaggy, and the other live actions, they always had their own side shenanigans going on. Yeah, you're right.
1: You really saw the bond. Like, they're all friends, but you really got the the bond between – shaggy and scooby
0: and i have to assume it was just like budget reasons that they like got scooby off on his own like he was in the park um they like took scooby away in the final ghost chase like that like they kept separating scooby from the gang
1: yeah that's true it wasn't even like he was part of it he was doing his own thing
0: well we'll see what happens in the next live action one uh but yeah no scooby was my favorite part of the live action the original ones um so the fact like him in the grandma costume uh was rent free in my mind
1: have you? Um, I assume you've. Wait, no, you have. I listened to it. You've done the.
0: Uh, yeah, the we year. did the first two. Yeah. Uh, we've yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, then uh, they sneak into the vice principal's house. Where is he? It is a school night. Why is he not in bed?
1: Also, okay. So this is what I was alluding to at the beginning about how this city makes no sense. What what vice principal can afford this ginormous mansion? Right. What?
0: I don't get it. This school, this they must be. And he also has this like rich car also. Like yeah,
1: that he can just keep replacing. Again, on a public school vice principal salary. I don't know, maybe he Well, Bitcoin wasn't really a thing back then, so I don't know what he did. Maybe
0: he's big into stock market flipping.
1: Yeah, apparently.
0: Yeah um or maybe he won a reality show yeah um but then uh we get velma oh so then we they're seeing his house he has a lot of world war ii memorabilia like all these planes again expensive which will come come back later uh and velma's looking for the spell oh Um, wait
1: wait wait my other favorite plot point i love that they were like okay so a big issue would be how do we get inside the house oh the door's unlocked all right i forgot about that yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah, they just like skip to like, yeah, it's like, very convenient what? for these children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, if you want to go through it, like maybe the ghosts unlocked it because the ghost was hearing at Shaggy's house and they're like, oh, let's like make it easy for them so we can terrorize them. I don't know. That's yeah, just like, if I you're trying to give them credit, but it's just the writers so were lazy, funny. probably.
1: Yeah, I thought that that's, I remember at the time when it came out, I thought that was so dumb. And now I just thought it was hilarious.
0: Yeah um so velma is going to search for the spell and they they come to the conclusion that the vice principal wants the time capsule for whatever reason i didn't write it down the reason but just just when they're finding this out third ghost attacks
1: yes and i wrote in my notes so we find third ghost attacks we find out it's actually the wait no we don't find no. out yet but oh whoever, yes. they, we do they do no find no, out. no
0: because I, they attack and then they use the magnesium chloride to put them asleep, and they wake up at the high school.
1: yes, but I wrote in my notes, what sicko threatens to kill a dog because he yeah. he says, remember, dogs don't have nine lives what a what a piece of shit I'm going to murder your dog,
0: yeah, yeah, like just for stamps, literally <sighs>
1: what? like. And you, there's a way you could
0: get these stamps, and it wouldn't be this like chaotic. Like literally, sneak down there, search for them. You could even like do like an archaeology club, and like be yeah. the principal of the archaeology club, and still make the students go down there for you. If you're yeah. really feeling psychotic, but this was so chaotic and unnecessary.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, like it's one of those villains that like get caught because they do the most instead of like just yeah. taking the. They think too hard not smart yeah um so yeah they wake up in the coolsville high auditorium scooby is captured as his vice principal grimes by the third ghost and say they have to help them or scooby is going to be killed and says the line that you referenced dogs don't have nine lives so shaggy is the first one who's like i'm going down with or without y'all scooby is my dog and then they all like have their moment scooby's my dog too uh, Mm um moment and they go down uh Shaggy uh, knocks them all down because he sneezes, and then slides down the rope. Yes. And they're in this like very, like old dusty cavern sort of thing where they're snooping around downstairs. Um, and there's this like I, I want to call it a facade set because it's just literally a door on a hinge. Um, so it's like just. Uh, but uh, it's about to fall down and Fred rolls, saves Velma. Uh, and this was another moment. This was, this was what made you want to watch the sequel. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so this is also the classic Fred has a plan sort of moment where this is where we get the first one of those. Um, they confuse the third ghost. They like push him on carts and everything. Uh, they try to trap him and they're about wait, to succeed wait, sorry. Let's
1: not briefly... I was going to say, wait, well, what are your thoughts? I just realized, because if we get too, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but if we get too far, oh. what are your thoughts on the Fred and Velma moment where they're, like, gonna kiss? I was like, what is happening?
0: Because in the show, I feel like it's canonical that Fred and Daphne, at the very least, are fuck buddies. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, <laughs> there was a whole podcast uh, Kate and I did where Jess and Sarah were on, and they were, like, arguing about who is more toxic, Fred or Daphne, And I just kind of sat back and let them all, like, because, like, they clearly like each other, but they won't define the relationship. And that was a whole conversation. Um, But, like, I think it was awkward because I'm, like, regardless of what Velma's sexuality is, there was always, like, something brewing with Shaggy, I feel like. They were kind of, like, the other two. So I I felt like it was awkward. But in this movie, I thought Fred and Velma had better chemistry than Daphne and Fred. So...
1: Did you think though, like if you were to, you haven't seen the sequel, and I have. I've seen it like for a you. clip of
0: a sequel. I don't think I.
1: But like watching this movie, if I was to say, "Hey, there's a sequel," and you didn't know anything about it, would you assume a love triangle was going to be explored in that movie?
0: Yeah, even at the extent of like, oh, it explores why Fred and Velma never did anything and why or, they like, were more. They friends. at least
1: confront it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that, yeah. I, I'm curious to see the sequel now. I uh, know
1: it. it's, it's as if Thelma, I mean, again, I'm spoiling yeah. it for you, but it's as if Velma and Fred, that was never even considered. It's not oh. even touched upon.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah, no, there was definitely vibes of like a love triangle. They were trying to set it up that like they, Daphne and Velma were jealous of each other.
1: Yeah, sorry. Okay, sorry, continue. No,
0: you're good. Thank you for asking because I don't think I even added an input to that. Um. So uh, then we have the, sorry. Fred, yeah, so Fred has this plan, and they're about to trap the ghost, but then they un- open this door that has all this, like, overflowing water, so it just knocks him all out. And then the, the ghost is about to succeed. However, Scooby has long nails, unties un- oh, yeah. the rope, like, cuts the rope off, and slides down the rope, busting the ghost right when he's about to succeed. And, um, so... Oh, also, Shaggy, during this whole shenanigans, Shaggy tries to uh... He steps on Velma's glasses. Yeah. So Shaggy has to do the spell reading for them and accidentally unleashes all these other ghost zombie things.
1: Yeah. And-, and I I wrote in my notes as well because there's try they're about to get blown up right. The guy's gonna throw dynamite at them. I'm a i am I wrote so not only was he going to murder a dog, he was going to blow up children with dynamite. Yeah. For a stamp.
0: <laughs> exactly. How does he not think he's gonna get caught?
1: I don't. I don't yeah. understand
0: um but yeah so my this did also make me laugh the ghost that popped into the microwave was like cordon (laughs) blue um but yeah so then shaggy like finds the other spell uh the ghosts are about to lunge at them and then get pulled back into the ground um and scooby saves himself and then flies down the rope knocks over the the villain and they un take off the mask and it's principal deal. And Shaggy realizes he just wanted the valuable misprint of the stamp. Uh, so that is, that is the stamps. And he's captured. Now, I want to ask you. So you are on the record that you prefer the actual villains doing shenanigans in yes. costumes and with science. You don't like the real monsters. Very, However, yes, this movie has monsters. both. Would yes. you prefer something that has both over something that's just, like, shenanigans like, spooky, like, monsters and witches and potions and everything? Or would you, like, prefer this over something that has no real mask villain at all? Because this one had both.
1: Yeah. So so this is kind of like the original um, uh, live-action one, right? So you had Shaggy. uh, Not Shaggy. You had Scrappy. But then he also uses real ghosts. And obviously, to me that works a little bit better because there is the nostalgia factor of Scrappy. Um, so I can kind of ignore this, the fact that I don't like that real ghosts were used because to me, the fact that they included Scrappy is so fun.
0: Yeah. Whereas
1: with this, I'm like, I didn't get invested in the, the this principle at all. So the fact. Yeah, he
0: really only really it- popped up at the beginning too, right? Like yeah, one scene were- when they got suspended.
1: Well, he kept trying to be like, no, 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 leave the kids alone, leave the kids alone. Like, let's just close the school, whatever. Let's and the 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 vice principal was like, no, they're being bad, we can't give in, blah blah blah. And that was really it. And then and yeah, and then him being a dick to Shaggy. Um, so you're saying basically like, would I prefer uh, like alien invasion? Where, well, no, or like on like zombie island. Alien
0: or invasion? Where- versus alien invasion but also there was a person under the mask which i think alien invasion did have. i was about was to like... say that
1: is what they did so more like zombie island yeah i think i like this better because it does at least have that element yeah
0: because even the first live it. action had this like you were saying like scrappy was the guy yeah. in the mask
1: yeah so it, it works a little bit better again because i'm invested in scrappy um, both because I think they did a good job setting him up in the movie, but then also just as my childhood, I remember Scrappy, watching Scrappy. Um, so I think, I guess I, I, I like at least there's one person isn't a real monster. So I, I guess I like that better. I just think they needed to have done a better job of not making it obvious or at least making me invested in this character.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Yeah that's that's very interesting and i i definitely am on your side of the divide i like the original style person in the masks because i always also as a kid like to try to like track how the different clues set it up what their goal was like um i remember in the monster in mexico it was like because he wanted to open up like basically a disneyland in mexico um and, like, you could kind of see the clues of, like, the science, how they did it. I always loved when Velma would go through, like, they did this because they had this mechanism. And then they had this rope thing that, like, helped them fly. Yeah. Um, so I always yeah, loved Yeah, that's animation. interesting to
1: me. Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, Yeah, you're right. We didn't really get that in this movie. Yeah. That's usually Velma's shining star, and we did not get that.
0: Yeah. Uh, So then we just have this, like, press conference. I feel like all the live action Scooby-Doo's end with a press conference
1: yeah this is a weird press conference yeah so a lot of feelings
0: grimes he apologizes publicly uh shaggy uh then they're all like gonna bury the time capsule officially shaggy has butterfingers i guess and he's going to shovel and the shovel flies over like multiple like feet into the principal's windshield again uh or the vice principal's windshield breaking his car again he's like the vice principal at least has some growth where he's like it's okay accidents happen <sighs> um and then the mystery gang they're like gonna split off they're like okay well we don't really have much to do anymore uh but then they're like well i did hear about this paranormal thing i heard about this mystery and then we get the live action what's new scooby-doo kind Which of i
1: liked i like that, yeah, that was fun. i did
0: like that um but i like that they interspliced it with painting of the van so and they like inter- and
1: they also had um not not just in what's new they also had scooby-doo where are you they added yeah. some of the opening for that
0: they also i like that they did the like the little walking in the the green orange blue sort of thing yeah that they have in yeah. the show no
1: but i thought that was some- cute
0: that was the movie. And I think that was a great way to end off. Like Billy. Yes. You like, won
1: some points back for nostalgia.
0: And you want to hear the Scooby one of the scooby doo songs in every single movie. Of
1: course. Of
0: yeah. course. I, I love that in the like the that era of Zombie Island, they would at least like have a famous singer sing the song yes. in a different yes. style every time. Like Billy Ray Cyrus sang one of them.
1: Oh really? <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't remember which one off the top of my head, but I love that. But that I is the so. movie. Uh, so uh, do you want to transition to Lindsay's Fashion Corner?
1: Sure. I mean, I, I don't have a ton of time, but for me, again, I, I said this earlier, anything... I'm going to go through our
0: text also and kind of see what you sent me.
1: So, I have a vision of watching Scooby-Doo when I was a kid, and what the show is, and what the characters are. And so, when I see outfits, like, Shaggy's wearing some purple shirt with a robot on it. What the hell is that? That's not Shaggy. When... I think they, I think Daphne and Velma, well, Velma for the most part, and we'll get into what. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I see how Velma like. <laughs> um, I, when, so, so, okay, I think, oh, sorry. So Daphne and Velma, I think for the most part, they nailed it. It was pretty good. But Shaggy and Fred, just nothing they wore, screamed Shaggy and Fred to me. Shaggy, I don't even think he wore green. Maybe he wore green one time. Fred didn't have his, call, you know, his undershirt and collar. Just for me, if you were to... I guess Shaggy's a little bit more obvious because of the hair, but if you were to literally just show me a picture of them with no context, I would have absolutely no idea what movie, what characters they were at all. And so it makes oh me God. so angry. And then at the end, what the hell is Velma wearing during her press conference?
0: She's... Wearing so, like, it's a long sleeve white button down, uh, with a vet, a black vest with buttons, and then it's supposed to be a red tie, but it is a square tie.
1: Yeah, it's just again, if the character of Elma is going in a different direction, then this outfit makes sense. But what she wore the entire movie. Her lusting over fret like this outfit makes absolutely no sense. If
0: I had to guess, it's this horrific. was a Haley Kiyoko. Like I have to assume she was involved in being like, let's make Velma have one lesbian outfit, please. Like, so
1: maybe, maybe this was the end of the love triangle. <laughs> maybe this <laughs> maybe. is. You know, I said there was no connection where they didn't even, uh, um, they didn't even touch on it in the sequel. Maybe this was them telling us the love triangle. I have to assume she
0: had some input on her costume and she was like, can we do this for this scene? But even like Shag... I mean, I could see Shaggy wearing this. Uh, Okay, his last
1: outfit, yes, with the green shirt underneath, that makes sense. But the first one I sent you, where he's in, he has some purple shirt with a robot. That doesn't scream Shaggy to me
0: at all. But even Daphne, like, I feel like she wouldn't be wearing like this. Like, this feels like too, like... I don't know. It's at least purple. To- it,
1: yes, yeah, but it's at fair. least purple so it kind of works.
0: Yeah, this is to like did Christian not Church. Work. Yeah. Um uh, I don't know if you saw me while you were in the middle cuz I was just researching uh, some of the other actors and it's so tragic uh the librarian this was her last role cuz she uh passed away from throat cancer on June 21st 20, 2009. That is Oh, my God. Today's June 21st. Th- <laughs> 13 years ago today, oh God. Um, she passed away. And then, Oh, so I'm so glad, glad we stage. said...
1: Yes, I'm so glad that we said so many kind things about her.
0: Yeah. On so her shout 13th out to anniversary. Gale. She was definitely the star of this movie.
1: Oh, 100%. It's not yeah. close. It's not close at all.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, shall we get into the the segments where we talk about... MVPs, LVPs, all that Absolutely. jazz. It's been a minute since we've done some of these. I know.
1: Oh, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me go. Oh, that's the wrong schedule. Uh, here we go. Can you see it? Yes. Perfect. Okay. So the culprit, right. I'm just going to give you a point because you probably guessed it. Like it was, there wasn't any, uh, it was pretty obvious. So just to reemphasize, since we're doing it a new style from what, how we originally started the podcast, I'm going to average out the score that kate and jacob accumulated with the guest score and then that's going to be like the current the score against me so okay getting this right i now have 23 points and then because uh you all had 21.5 this would be 22.5 to give you all the points so i averaged it before this episode and then i'm just going to add a point for each correct one from now on got it the guests and the co-hosts have a uh, 22.5. So it's Principal Deedle. Um, and then let's do MVPs and LVPs before we do the score because I'd like to end with the score. So uh, just a reminder, uh, uh, you can give it to one of the core six, which is Fred, Scooby, Shaggy, Daphne, Velma, or Scrappy. Now, Scrappy wasn't in this movie, so he cannot get a point. We cannot okay. cop out. So, Lindsay, do uh, you want to start or should I start? We... You, you go ahead. Okay for mvp i think i'm gonna give it to shaggy uh i think this was like without shaggy they wouldn't have found scooby none of this would have happened i think shaggy was kind of the heart and like at the end when they talked to, at the press press conference of like what did you need to get through it and it was like fred's creativity velma's science like that and then shaggy was friendship um yeah. and i think shaggy was the symbol of friendship in this movie and i think he's the reason that this all works. And despite the fact that it's not Matthew Lillard, it's not the most iconic Shaggy out there. I think Nick Palladas for his one role, he put out a great performance for like this role. And I think this Shaggy had a lot of heart to him. So I kind of want to reward him with that. Uh, what about you?
1: Okay. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say Velma because I think they legitimately do not solve the mystery without her. I think the mystery was still solvable without Shaggy. Um, and unfortunately, because I mean, Scooby didn't. Other than, you know, he scratched the rope and got free, and I guess he, I guess he kind of saved them because he did that. But for the most part, Scooby didn't really have a big impact on them solving the mystery the way that he does on the show. So I'm gonna give it to Velma.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think Velma was up there for me. It was between Velma and Shaggy. Scooby made me laugh the most, but also after talking it out, he wasn't really in the movie that much. So he I don't really think was there- none. So I didn't want to give it to him. Um, So uh, do you want to go next with your LVP? Who you're thinking? Because I think I can guess who it is. Yeah, Yeah,
1: she's useless in this. Absolutely positive. She provided the car. That's really all she did.
0: Daphne has generally been one of my favorite characters. Like even as a kid, I was like a Daphne fanboy, I guess. Like Daphne was my favorite. Uh, Daphne and Scooby. Um, But yeah, Daphne, this didn't feel like the Daphne I know. And I don't think that's on the performer, to be honest. I think that's more in terms of the writing um yeah. of this movie. And yeah. it it didn't feel like Daphne, so I actually don't wanna like shade Kate, uh Kate what's her name? Melton. Kate Melton all that much. But if you Daphne- look at
1: Kate Melton's uh dis not discography what filmography, I'm she's done nothing since, which is wild to me.
0: Yeah. I'm looking right now. Uh it's basically skin. See looking at
1: these see, it's funny too. We're looking at these pictures of her. She's way prettier in these pictures than she was in they, the movie. The, the look makeup. did not work for her. They they should not have like
0: put her in this outfit and the the makeup and hair. Like the hair specifically. I think Daphne has such iconic hair and this hair did not work for me. Um, but yeah. And then so we both gave it to Daphne, so uh Unfortunately, I don't. I, I need to reorganize the, the table because it got all wonky. But from my understanding, Velma and Scooby have the top score right now with eighteen each, and Fred has the worst with twenty three. Kate was Kate and Jacob both gave Fred a lot of LVPS. So
1: Kate did not um, like Fred.
0: Kate hated Fred. Yes, um, that is very true. So yes, she was do a you big Daphne the, fan. Yeah. Oh, I mean Daphne's awesome, but she also loved Velma.
1: She did she, she did. she was
0: all about the girl power. Um, so, Lindsay, do you have a score in mind for this movie? Because if not, I think I can try to find one.
1: Oh, I have a score.
0: Okay, let's hear it. I.
1: It's not good. I'm Just reminded, a reminder, it's
0: 0-5 to five for all the listeners, um, and then we'll average out the scores.
1: Can I do 0.5?
0: Yeah, you can do 0.5, 0.25, 0.75. I'm
1: going to say like 1.5. It is not oh, good. Oh, wow. I would not rewatch this. if, I, it, Like, it's... It's fun because it has the nostalgia factor. It just, the mystery isn't interesting. You're not invested in the mystery. You're not, you don't really fall in love with any of the characters. If it wasn't, if it wasn't based in my favorite childhood cartoon, there really wouldn't be anything enjoyable about it. Like imagine it wasn't Scooby-Doo. I mean, same concept, but not based in the nostalgia factor. You, you nobody would want to watch this movie
0: yeah that's kind of i feel like i said something kind of a little bit similar but also a little bit of the opposite with lightyear like i wish lightyear was like a random space movie without the connections to toy story and i think it would have been a lot better but because it was connected to toy story it was brought down whereas you're yeah. saying because this is connected to scooby-doo is the reason people watched
1: <laughs> um, exactly um, hundred yeah.
0: percent. just to Amend my previous statement. In hindsight, Scooby Doo and the Samurai Sword is not a four. I just bumped that down to three point seven five on my end, um, because I think this. I I don't know. You're super critical. I think I this is one of the better Scooby Doo ones that I've watched. Really?
1: Um, well, you've watched more than I have. I'm sure if I was watching Scooby Doo yeah. Arabian Nights, I might appreciate this movie more.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, Do
1: oh goes Hollywood. That's the worst. That that's the the absolute worst you will never get more rock bottom than that movie
0: oh see uh, i think arabian nights was the worst but uh, oh, oh that's funny i randomly picked a it. movie it's not even a full scooby-doo movie
1: oh my gosh 0.25 i'm dying that's incredible
0: uh yeah no arabian nights is more about magilla gorilla than it is scooby-doo oh yeah interesting I mean- so that's
1: what's cool is now uh HBO Max is all the Scooby Doo stuff now.
0: Yeah. So you also ranked Alien Invaders 1.5. If you have to distinguish which one is better, Alien Invaders or this one?
1: Wow. Okay, uh-huh. Alien Invaders is better.
0: You think Alien Invaders? Because you're at is?
1: least more invested in you're more invested in the villains, you're more invested in the secondary characters. Um, I would say Alien Invaders.
0: Should I bump that to 1.75 for you? Or should yeah. I bump this one down? Yes, okay. bump that to
1: one. No. Yeah, bump that. Because I feel like 1.5 is pretty low. So I don't think I should go any lower. Yeah. It could be worse.
0: I think this is better than Samurai Square. I'm actually gonna do like a mid-podcast, maybe just by myself, reviewing this spreadsheet and like going through it because some of these are not canon. With that said, I'll give this a 3.5. It was serviceable. I think I could see myself re-watching it. It's one of the... Oh, shoot. What did I do on my spreadsheet? Uh, It's one of the better ones of recently. Like, I think this is better than, like, everything since Pirates... Oh, no. Goblin King was pretty good. But everything since Aloha Scooby-Doo like, hasn't hit as hard. But granted, uh, most of these I haven't seen in over a year. So, uh, I could see myself rewatching. This feels like a good movie you would put on. This feels like something you would put on Disney Channel during Halloween, even though it's not a Disney Channel movie. Like, it feels like one of those like monstober movies that like i could see myself rewatching this halloween if i'm doing like throwback content for halloween but yeah yeah um with that said do you have any final thoughts on this scooby-doo movie before we start like winding things down
1: well one i'm so glad we finally did this
0: yes it's been almost a year in the making i know
1: i know uh too. that's more on my
0: end than yours obviously so
1: well Monday my schedule got insane um I oh yeah September I, I think
0: we tried to do this in September or uh but then I was moving soon uh, and I was James moving schedule was conflicting as well and then you also had a chaotic schedule that week
1: and we yeah. also like I said being on different time zones it would be almost midnight where you are right now if yeah you hadn't moved and so it just made it really really hard to do um Look, I'm always, I love nostalgia. I'm you always. You want to come back
0: for, for the sequel?
1: sequel? I'll do, I'll come back for the sequel.
0: Okay. I'll put you in for that one.
1: Cause I haven't, no, I think I did watch it, but I couldn't tell you. I just remember being really mad immediately when Daphne and Fred were together. And I was like, yeah. I was here for this love triangle. I love a good love triangle. Um,
0: she- what? No, uh, we love a good love triangle. We all oh, do. Oh, we love a
1: good love triangle. Um, I just, Yeah, it's just, I was a little disappointed. Um, I was excited to watch it and it, I remembered it a little bit more fondly than it ended up being, but it's okay. There are, look, there are much worse movies that I could have to sit through. This isn't something that was like painful to sit through. It's just never going to be a movie that I, like the Princess Diaries 2 is not a good movie. But you like. But I love it, and I will rewatch it, and I will happily put it on in the background and watch it over and over again, and this movie is not that for me.
0: For sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a movie that, like I said, I w- could rewatch in Halloween. I had fun, but it's not top-tier Scooby-Doo. Um, it was serviceable for what it was. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Um, in terms of the next Scooby-Doo content, when, I don't know, but I have Scooby-Doo abracadabra Jew. Scheduled with Jay. So, I'm excited about that. They have a Pretty Little Liars podcast. So, I was, like, asking you earlier how much Pretty Little Liars you watched if you ever wanted to join them. Um, oh,
1: but, yeah. Yeah. No. I remember, yeah, I watched the first couple seasons. I don't really stick around for shows. Yeah. I'm very. Even
0: Survivor, you don't stick around.
1: No. But yeah. I'm very, like, uh, it goes yeah. more.
0: Except for The I Office. Just... You will always stick around for The Office.
1: I always stick around for The Office. I'm trying to think, like, what shows I've lasted a long time with. I've watched every season of Cobra Kai, and they've done four seasons of that. Yeah. So, that's probably the longest show I've stuck around for in a
0: Definitely. long time. Yeah. Um. Well, tell us uh, what's happening uh, on the, the Crushed podcast. Uh, the Crushed
1: podcast, yes. yes. So, we just had a girl her name is dez she does broncos for dummies um which was really fun it's she's she's very active on tiktok and she makes a bunch of fun funny videos we're trying to you know we're trying to come up with guests that are a little bit more out of the box there's the market is very saturated so we try and like we brought gandia on because she lives in denver no other broncos podcast has had gandia on um We're having fun. We're we're still learning. We've only done five or six episodes. So we we definitely have a long way to go. Um, But I've listened to a lot of podcasts and I, you know, I feel like ATF, all the fixings taught me a lot. So Yeah. yeah, we're just, we're, we're learning. We're trying to figure out the best way to grow shows. So it's been a fun process to get to be on that side and understand that a little bit better but it can also be a frustrating process yeah Um, it's it's nice to have a co-host because otherwise I don't know if I could force myself to do this every week so good on you for making this still happen
0: I honestly it's just a way like during the pandemic I wanted to start a podcast uh, yeah. because i said i want to start a podcast and i love the podcast i love watching these movies like with a lens of like oh i have to talk about this yeah but i would be having these conversations with my friends anyways so it's just a way to like socialize with my friends more than anything right now like especially my long distance friends like you and i we can hang out more regularly than like say my friends on the east coast but i love like the zoom like what that did for me and like keeping connections and yeah. talking about things that I would be talking about anyways so
1: yeah yeah and I also did a stand-up show recently because I took a class and we had a graduation nice. show and that also kind of I feel like taught me a lot because that's something that can right. work I mean like all of your these next one I want to be oh the sounds if good if you do
0: another one I want to be there yes
1: okay I will definitely I have it recorded if you want to watch it oh um, for sure uh, I'll send it to you you're, you're
0: a big uh, stand-up person You love Taylor Tomlinson I, I love you, so. Taylor Tomlinson yes. I love her so
1: much uh, Like you said
0: uh, Rob has a podcast As so like, I feel like I've learned a lot From like Rob Listening to Rob Oh Bob, my god Mark. yeah Like yeah And even though like I do very different stuff I think like Things that they do Have taught me Like and inspired me creatively uh, And even though like I'll try things out That like I heard from them And then like If it doesn't work for me It doesn't work for me But like
1: Absolutely It
0: gives me a starting point absolutely Um, is there anything else you want to plug like where can people keep up with you on twitter if you want yes
1: you can follow me on twitter it's at lindsay bebo that is at l-i-n-d-s-a-y-b-e-b-o-u-t i I basically tweet about therapy the broncos and taylor swift
0: yes um what is it like to finally have a good lindsay on survivor
1: yeah, that was exciting. I didn't watch the se- – I did watch the finale because I went to the finale party. Um, so I at least, like, know who won. And, in- yes, it's about freaking time. Since the yeah. third season, the Lindsays have failed me. Um yes. And so that was – yes. That's I that don't think a- there's a
0: Lindsay that spells her name incorrectly, as in, like, your name is the same one that they all have. Um, like, the it with an A instead of an E at the end. I
1: think Lindsay Richter was with an E. Am I wrong? Let me look this up.
0: Uh, yeah, no, if I right. know
1: that, wow, I can't right. believe I know that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, this one, wow. who's successful, spells her name correctly, at least.
1: The correct way, yes, yeah.
0: yes. Or someone wrote on the parchment, L-Y-N-Z-E one time. Uh,
1: it makes me so mad that my parents My parents could have made my name. There's so many different ways to spell Lindsay. And there's times, like, look, as a kid, I was always happy that my name was always on a keychain. But now as an adult, I'm like, it'd be kind of fun to be, yeah. you know, something funky.
0: Yeah. Um, well, in terms of my end, I talked about the Lightyear year post-show recap appearance that I did. I was also on the Pride Has Spoken, uh, the Rob Has a Podcast Pride series, uh, talking about, for me, bisexual representation. But, like, there was uh, a lot of other podcasters there talking about that. Um, that comes out Wednesday, June 22nd. Uh, and then otherwise, the Brazilian Dragon is just popping off. We got uh, we got uh, Camp Rock 2, the final jam podcast, dropped today with Nicole. One of the funniest podcasts I've ever done. I was literally crying at one point because she made me laugh so hard. Uh, and then, yeah, we're doing Dr. Amanda Part 2. Uh, Scooby-Doo is back. Uh, High School Musical the Series is back, too. So uh, things are kicking in. This is going to be a fun summer of podcasting.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: Yes. And uh yeah, Lindsay, after the show you definitely have to like text me the like link that you want people to use for the crush. But okay. I'll add that yeah. in the show notes. But do we have a hashtag for oh and all social media is that with the fleep. Um but uh do you have uh do you have a hashtag people should use? Uh Scoopy Love Triangle or something?
1: Oh yes, I like yes. that. Scooby, Scooby Love, Love triangle.
0: triangle, tweet at me and Lindsay. Uh and Lindsay will be back in a couple of Scooby Doo movies to talk about the sequel. And then we're gonna have hey, to find yeah. another one to put you on because you could probably talk about Scooby Doo all day. Like, oh yeah,
1: good. I have way more time now, so, and now, yeah. th- and I think now that, like I said, that we're in the same yeah. time zone, I think it's much easier. Because yeah. before it was like, hey, are you free, Lindsay, at two p.m. on a Saturday?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, no, and that- then,
1: no, but like, I'm free at six p.m. on a Sunday, my time. Yeah,
0: exactly. But we'll make it work. And especially now that it's just me coordinating schedules, it would like unless it's like. I might have Nadia and Will on an episode together because they're my co host for another podcast. But like, yeah, generally, no. it'll just be me and someone else. So it's no, like a lot I mean, easier much... to coordinate two people than three people.
1: Yes. Ha- I'm happy to ha- come on anytime you'd like me to. Yes.
0: Well, until next time, everyone. I need to sign up for the Scooby Doo podcast. Like, enjoy some Scooby snacks or something. I don't know. But until next time, everyone, hashtag Scooby Love Triangle. Uh, have a great day. Bye. Bye. What's this going We're coming gonna solve that mystery. I see you, Scooby Doo. The trolley's back to you. What's this, Scooby Doo? What's this, Scooby Doo? We're gonna follow you. You're gonna solve that mystery. We see you, Scooby Doo. We're coming out. Shelly's